Riders on the podcast, into this podcast you are thrown, into this, all right, all right, come on, Har, sorry, man, it's okay, just get on with it, okay, man, thanks, up yours, uh, welcome, everybody, this is Harlan Williams, welcome to the Harlan Highway, and uh, what a show we have today. Uh, we're going to be talking about going underground, going under the Earth's crust. How about that for a topic? Is that something you like or does it scare you? Uh, we're going to be opening the Harland Highway mailbag today. We're going to be uh, reading some of your letters that you sent through. Always interesting and stimulating. Barbecue Eddie should be dropping by. Uh, I think... There might be a visitor to the studio or two today. I don't want to drop any names. I don't want to be a name dropper, but um, Captain Kirk and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Hello, for starters. What other podcast brings in those celebs? And then we're going to talk about whispering. Do you know people that whisper too much? Yeah, I know a few people, and they annoy the ass off of me. So we're going to get into all that. There'll be no whispering here today. Let it be known loud and clear that you are on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. It's Dumi. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. It's Dumi. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterpriser. Five-year mission to boldly go where no man has gone before to seek out new life, new planets. Excuse me. To boldly. Excuse me. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Excuse me, Kirk. I'm trying to run my ship. Do you mind? Yes, I do mind. What are you doing here at my console in my studio? I'm afraid you're mistaken. This is the bridge of the USS Enterprise. I'm commanding my spaceship through the galaxies, boldly going where no man is. Stop it! Don't go into the whole blurb again. It's not a blurb. I'm... Boldly going with no man is stop it, Kirk! Cut it out! Stop the music! Stop that damn music! God, you must relax. I'm not gonna relax. Every every so often I come up to my studio to do a podcast, and here's you thinking this is the Star Shit Enterprise. I can't believe you just called the Starship Enterprise a Starship. Well, that's what it is. Well, I'm not leaving. Yeah, you're leaving. 
no, I'm not. What is that? I've just called security to have you removed from the bridge of the star shit enterprise, as you call it. Cut it out. There's no alarm. To turn it off. Stop it. I've called security. Get Turn it off. Kirk. St- turn off the star shit alarm. You just did it again, you called my ship the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's not even an enterprise. This is my studio. Get out of here. I'm afraid I'm going to have to fire a torpedo at you right away. There's no torpedoes. Knock it. There's no torpedo. Kirk, there's no damn torpedo. I'm afraid you've just been hit three times. Let me call sick Ben. Make sure they have some room for... There's no sick bay. There's no anything. I'm not listening to what you say. Jimmy, crack corn, and I don't care. Don't start. I really don't care. Jimmy, crack corn, and I don't care. Stop with the stupid poems, the stupid lines from nursery rhymes. Get out of here. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. Out! Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. I'll even sing it if I have to. Get the hell out of here off the Starship Enterprise. Up yours. Yeah, up yours too. I'm going to file a complaint with Starfleet Command. Why don't you just file a complaint with Starship Command? Out! Up yours again. Out! Jimmy, crack corn, and I don't care. Get out! Up yours. Wow, that was a pretty crazy bit. I mean, I really liked the bit, but it was really crazy. Do you hear what I'm doing right now? Yeah. I'm whispering. And it's driving you nuts, right? Because I know it's driving me nuts. Yeah, that's right. Whispering. Any of you have friends that for no particular reason... Go into a whisper when you're talking to them. Like you'll be, uh, you'll be at a tennis court, or you'll be at a restaurant. You'll be some, you'll be in a park. You'll be in in a car. You'll be in a very public place. You'll be in a very private place. And your friend, in the middle of their conversation, goes into whisper mode, as if the walls are listening, as if the house is bugged. They'll be like, yeah, so I was, uh, I was out with Jim the other night, and uh, and this is just between me and you, but um, he's starting to date Janice, okay? So I just want, and I'm like, pardon me? Yeah, he's, he's starting to, what are you saying? I can't hear you, you're whispering. No, I'm just saying that Jim is starting to date Janice. So speak up! I'm not kidding. I have a, a one, of my, one of my best buddies does that all the time. He just starts whispering. And I kind of look around like, wait, wait a minute. Is, is, is there someone here that's not supposed to be here? Is, who's that guy over by the water fountain? Who's that guy uh, walking through the door? Who just got off the elevator? Wait, wait, what? Are we in like spy mode here? Yeah, because, uh, you know, we really shouldn't be talking too loud. You know, and they half mumble, they half whisper. And I'm just like, I call them every time. I just look at them with a blank stare. I can't hear you. Why are you whispering? And then they kind of realize they're doing it. Well, I just, you know, I don't want, and they never have an explanation. They just go into whisper mode. I have a guy I work with that I go to like, uh, you know, meetings with and stuff. And he's the same way. We'll be 
sitting there talking. We're out, we're out at a business lunch or we're in a, in a waiting room in a lobby waiting to go in to have a meeting. And he's like, look, guys, this thing's going really well. Uh, I think we're in good shape here. And, but uh, we just got to make sure that, uh, you know, if we're going to go in there, we're going to paint the thing. We got to really focus on, really hit that over the head. Really. Uh, what? I'm just saying if we can stop whispering. Yeah, I don't know if you know people like that. I do, and it drives me bazonkers. If they want to be so quiet, lay down in a coffin and die. And if you keep whispering, I'm going to I'm gonna make that happen. What do you mean? You're going to kill me? Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Oh, oh why, why would you kill me? I don't know. Because you're whispering. Shut up and talk loud. Uh, how does that make sense? Uh, shut up and talk loud. I don't I don't see how that has any logic. How can I shut up and talk loud? Just shut up and talk loud. Oh, you mean like this, man? Yes. Thank you for shutting up loudly. Oh, no problem, man. Now, how much are those funeral arrangements? Hey, 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 it's the Harlan Highway. And, uh, man, you ever go to the movies and you ever get stuck in those long lines and... Hold on. Someone at my door. Hello? Hi, it's me again. Oh my god, Angelina Jolie? Yes. You're back? I'm back. Wow, I I know you dropped by yesterday, I wasn't... I just checked it out. The office next door is empty. Uh, Let's go. What do you... I want you. Uh Uh-oh. I want you now. Oh my god, Angelina... Take off your shirt, take off the headphones. Angelina, hold it, hold it. This is a family show, kind of. You're a family woman. No, you're... I'm not. Well, I thought you were with not Brad. Not when it comes to you. Oh, I was under the impression that you were with Brad Pitt. Yeah, but he's not with me now. What are you implying? You're like a piece of meat to me. Come on, let's go. Well, I'm a... Don't you want to play? What do you mean? I'm what? You're a piece of meat. So you want me to just be your play toy, Angelina Jolie? Sure, why not? Where? Where could upstairs we... in the ele- oh, the elevator? Uh, you know. Ooh, do you ever like to take a ride in the elevator? Okay, you know what? This can't be real. Why would you want? Or the kitchen? We can use knives. You know how I like to play with knives. Oh my god. Ooh. I have a show to do. I don't have time to be. Okay, you got to put okay. those back on because I'm. I have. Can a... I take my shirt off? No, because I have a commitment to my listeners. Right now. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to take... No, no, I'm not going to do that. Angelia, you have to go. Okay. What are you doing later? No, no, get out. I'm calling security. You, you got to go. Okay, I'll be waiting in the elevator for you. <laughs> I don't need this, people. I'm doing a show for you. You people are lucky I'm so dedicated to you. My listeners, you're my meat. And I'm doing you here on the Harland Highway. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hello? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. It's Eddie. Who? Eddie? Eddie? Yeah. Eddie who? Just going to see if you want to maybe grab a beer later or something. 
It's uh, Eddie. Oh, I don't know any Eddie. Well, what are you doing after work? Or maybe we could grab a Heineken or something? Uh, you have the wrong number. What about a Budweiser? Hey, what the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Oh, man. As you get older, do you ever go through this that you experience a new fear, right? Like something that you're just oblivious to, uh, you know, for most of your life. You didn't give it a second thought or a passing glance. And then suddenly as you get older, something starts to, like, get under your skin and kind of scare you or something. This is what's going on with me, okay? I live in California. I'm always going to a lot of meetings, like I'll head over to Disney or Fox or Paramount or one of the studios for a meeting, whatever. And believe it or not, being California, there's tons of underground parking structures. And these are big studios. you got to remember, Disney employs thousands, and the Fox lot has thousands. And, and so you show up, and they send you to these visitor parking spots. And they're either like 40, you know, thousand leagues under the sea down one of those spiraling uh, parking structures, subterranean parking structures. You know, you're down deeper than even, even the ants dare go, right? Or they send you up to the roof where you're going up. You know, it's like a twirly ride. It's like a Led Zeppelin stairway to heaven. You're swirling up, up, up. When the hell do I get to the visitor's parking? Oh, over here. There's some guy with wings waving me over to an empty spot. Over here, my child. Who the hell are you? I'm God. Your parking spot is right up here in heaven. Thanks for making the journey all the way up. Are you interested in staying? No, I've just got a meeting, God. Thank you. Well, I'll see you soon enough, you little prick. What? Um... So, I mean, God, you go onto these things, and you you feel like you're just driving into a tomb. Like, they never have very high ceilings. It's just enough for your vehicle to get through, especially if you drive a pickup truck or an SUV or something like that, right? They have that, that stupid bar that comes across the entrance, and it tells you it goes 6 feet 11 inches. You're like, oh, my God. And it's just why they have to put that there and cut off your your headspace even more. I don't know. But even when you drive under it, when you're in a big wheel, you kind of duck your head. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. And then you probably just squeak by by like an inch. And then you're in this subterranean, like, ant nest made out of concrete. It's like one of Saddam Hussein's underground bunkers. You just keep swirling around and the gray concrete and you go deeper and it gets scarier. You're thinking you're going to see like miners from Brazil down there. You know, you park your car and all of a sudden like 12 trapped miners pop through the wall in front of your truck. Whoa, hey, oh. I don't know. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken down the street. So what I'm getting at is I'm getting more and more nervous going down these things, man. They just look like, to me, they look like giant uh, coffins just waiting to close on me. 
all that concrete and I think about all the weight, you know, think about all the weight up above. I mean, if you're going down, honest to God, like sometimes seven, eight layers, okay, and every layer above you is supporting the other layer above that and above that and on each of those layers there's like 400 cars that weigh, you know, 3,000 pounds apiece. Not to mention the crust of the the uh, the upper layer of the Earth's crust, sitting on the back of this underground monstrosity. Are you kidding? I'm getting terrified to go underground. For, you know, forget uh, funeral arrangements, man. Don't don't worry about getting me a plot in a graveyard or buying me a coffin. I'm in enough of these underground uh, tombs. It's just a matter of time before one of them, like, gives in, and that's it. I'm done. Not only am I buried, I'm pressed. I mean, I'm going to be pressed in between the concrete floors. I'll be like a, I'll be like uh, the first guy to be at his own funeral and be like a pita. Right? Or some kind of falafel or a chicken wrap or something. You know, just just pay your respects don't throw uh, flowers in my grave just throw shredded lettuce and uh some hummus <laughs> that'll be me laying down there getting eaten by the ants football season's over it's all gone it's come and gone it'll be back next year hello but the one thing that always reminds me of football season is whenever i go through the drive through and you see that pimply-faced kid at the window with the uh, headgear on and the little microphone over his mouth. And all I can think about is the NFL coaches. And have you noticed how most of them are like old fat guys? You know, they got huge guts and man titties. And I realized that those guys, I always thought they're on the sidelines like calling the plays, man. But I think what they were doing is they were like taking drive through orders. And diverting them from the drive through line to the football field somehow. Some kind of covert fast food diversion. You know, these guys are on there calling the players like, yeah, Take it down the middle, do a lateral pass, drop into the shotgun, and give me an order of onion ranks. Yeah, man, what I want you to do is uh, hit your uh, linebackers. He's running down the left field. Uh, have him do an invert and uh, have him do a lateral run and then hit him with, let's get some curly fries on that plate. Uh, double cheeseburger, uh, no lettuce, no tomato, extra onions. And uh, make sure uh, you get into the end zone. Huh, what? What was that? What was that play? I don't know. Something's up, man. Why, why do they need those stupid little headpieces? They're, they're ordering fast food, man. They're drive through a secret agents, undercover drive through agents. The jig is up, NFL. I don't know. Is this, is this the dumbest conspiracy theory you've ever heard? <laughs> I just made it up, and I don't even believe it. What the hell am I talking about? God, I'm going to go to the drive through put some curly fries in my eyes, and try and wake up here on the Harland Highway. Yeah, would you like to jumbo-size that? Shut up! Hello! Letters. Let's find out what you've got to say. Oh boy! Mailman! Mail today! 
boy, indeed. Here we go. It's letter time here on the old Harland Highway. These are letters, actual emails that you guys and girls have sent in to harlandwilliams.com. I kind of let them build up, and then I dump them on you guys. And this first one's a winner. I mean, this one made me sad but cracked me up at the same time. Let's get into it. This one comes from Rick, and he says, Hey, Harlan, without the D, H-A-R-L-A-N. So really, maybe it's not to me. He goes, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts over the years, and I have to say I recently found yours, and I am very impressed. I love the amount of production you put into your shows. Great job. Okay, here comes the butt. You have to work on clearing your throat because it sounds like you ate a muffler with holes poked into it. <laughs> After all, this is an audio podcast, and the constant gurgling that is coming from you makes me FF through the show or completely turn it off. FF meaning fast forward. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the pain. I love the bits and the parts where you t- just talk casually is great until the holy muffler comes into play. So please, please clear your throat and drink some water. Try Musinex. Thanks, brother, and keep up the great work. <laughs> All right, let me let you in on something here. And listen, I, I hear you, man. Uh, if something like that drives you nuts, it drives you nuts. As you noticed, I talk a little bit slow, okay? I talk a little bit nasally. And uh, I think I talked about this on a show not too long ago where I have, like, a major deviated septum, right? And so I do have a bit of a, a nasally tone in my voice. I, I do, uh, you know, I, I don't know what all the gurgling and the popping is. I'll try and work on that. I don't know anybody who talks that doesn't like gurgle and pop, but you must have extra sensitive gurgle pop bad ears or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, It's a mystery to me. All right, that was gross. Um, All right, point taken. You know, I like it that you like the show. It cracked me up. A muffler with holes in it. <laughs> That's what she said. And take some Musinex and drink a lot of water. I'm on it, boss. Let's keep going here on the Mucus Highway. Here we go. This is from Turf in Western Australia. By the way, I love it that Australians are starting to tune into the podcast. Spread the word, man. I love Australia. I've been to Australia like three times. Maybe four, I can't remember. And I love it. I love the people down there. I love the energy. I love the comedy. So spread the word down there in Oz. And here's a letter from Turf. Gotta love that name. Guy names himself after a football field. Uh, He says, hey, mate, just heard your podcast about Viz Magazine. I'm also a huge fan. I have a good collection. My favorite is Biffa Bacon. I also like Letterbox with top tips, etc. Um, your show is also gold. I have heard every single one. Give yourself a high five. Okay, let me try that. Hold on. Okay, I think basically I, I'm just clapping. Let me try. 
That's a whole lot of high fives I'm giving myself. Hold on. Yeah, I think it's just clapping, buddy. So I think why don't you give yourself a clap would have been the why don't you give yourself the clap? You'd have to be pretty dirty to give yourself the clap. Anyways, he closes up by saying, good on you, Kaba. Well done from Western Australia. Good on you, Kaba. Well done, mate. This is Turf from Western Australia, mate. Love your podcast. Now I'm going to go out and punch myself a crocodile. Uh, love it, buddy. Thank you for your uh, letter. Let everyone know in uh, Oz, and let's just keep motoring here with your letters. I love it. All right, here's one from Dave Hug. I love these names. Dave Hug. I'm Dave Hug. Okay, I guess. No, that's my last name. Oh, I thought you wanted a hug. No, I am Hug. Um, anyways, um... Dave Hug writes, you can call your viewers of the Harlan Highway podcast, um, and I'm going to stop right there. Um, If you're watching this podcast, um, something's wrong with you. As the previous letter said, this is an audio experience, but you can watch it. I don't know what you're seeing. But uh, I put out there a while back, what should we call ourselves? All us people here on the Harland Highway, what what kind of name could we collectively call ourselves? And he's responding to that. Been getting a lot of good ideas. I don't know if I have it yet, but he goes, you can call us, your viewers of the Harland Highway podcast, the Globetrotters, because we're the best fans in the world. Also, I was hoping that on your next podcast, you can give us your opinion on this whole Charlie Sheen nonsense. Well, A, yes, you are the best fans in the world. Thank you so much, everybody. I love thanking you guys because I love it that you tune in and uh, we're all going down the highway together. Don't know if the Globe Trotters works for me. It doesn't really tie into the whole highway thing. And I feel like you're kind of rolling off the Harlem Globe Trotters, which uh, is interesting, but... Thank you for the uh, try. I'm going to pass on that one. Um, And as far as the Charlie Sheen thing goes, I think if you go back maybe about a month, I dedicated almost a whole show to the Charlie Sheen fiasco. And uh, I think I'm one of the few guys that actually uh, found some wisdom in his madness. I broke it all down. Uh, Take a look. If you go back into the archives about a month back, maybe, maybe six weeks, Somewhere in there, you'll find the whole uh, Charlie Sheen feedback that uh, I I was uh, able to give. Uh, Let's move on here. Let's move on to your letters. Good Lord. Uh, Here's a a letter from a guy named Bunner. Okay. I don't know if he works at a bakery. Um, He's into pastries, but Bunner it is. Love the names here, man. Anybody out there named Bill or Mary or John? We got Hug, we got Turf, we got Bunner. (laughs) Uh, Bunner says, hey, hope you keep it up. Great podcast, Harlan. It keeps me entertained all day while I pull weeds and trim hedges. Keeps me from offing myself. And then, ha, ha, ha. Okay, man, look. If this podcast can keep people from dying, all the power to the podcast, okay? 
Um, and I love it. I love it that there's a guy out there gardening, and he's obviously maybe a landscaper, and he's out there trimming and cutting and listening to this madness. Good on you, mate. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Senor Fuentes. Uh, he shows up a lot on the show, and he is probably the ultimate gardener landscaper. And don't off yourself, you know. Just keep trimming your hedges, buddy. Give yourself an, a Brazilian, whatever you have to do. Um, but if you off yourself, then you're not listening to the Harlan Highway, and that's just not right. And speaking of which, oh, my God, our next letter comes from Nick Lurch. From the Adams family? Does anybody have a normal name here today? Lurch. You rang. Uh, I love it. Nick Lurch writes, a Senor Fuentes. I'd love to hear a story about Senor Fuentes packing your mud hole. Um, you know what? Senor Fuentes is a little, uh, little weird, but I don't know if I want him to pack my mud hole. That just gets a little too creepy, and I might want to off myself. Let's move on from uh, Mr. Lurch. And uh, let's see who else we got here. All right, here's a, here's another uh, letter regarding the name of the Harland Highway listeners. Uh, this one comes from little Davy Cowwood. Okay, Davy Cowwood was normal, but then the little up front... I don't know if that's Stuart Little's buddy. I don't know if he's a mouse or a man, or but I, I like it. I like the name Little Davey. Uh, here's the subject. He says, names of followers of the cult of Harland. Okay. Here he says, please find my humble suggestions for the name of those on your highway. Here we go. He sent a whole list. This is going to be good. How about the high weenies? The high weenies. That's kind of fun. But I don't know how macho it is if you get in a you're you're in an alleyway somewhere, right? And you get surrounded by a bunch of bikers and they go, Who the hell are you, man? And you're like, Hi, I'm a high weenie. You're not gonna beat me up, are you? Kill him. So not enough toughness there. Here's here's the other one. Harlots and harlocks. That one's pretty cool. That's like very uh, you know, fourteenth century or something. Harlots and harlocks. I guess if we were all running around with a giant turkey leg in our hand, that one would be good. Harlandites. That one's pretty cool. I like that one. Let's give that one a little uh, check mark. Harlandites. Almost like uh, some kind of uh, prehistoric dig. They, uh, what the hell's that? I don't know. It looks like a Harlandite. Call the museum. Hurry. I don't know. It's kind of ugly. Shut up. Uh, here's another one. Ascatonians. Okay, and then in brackets he put this. This is a good one, Alan. So I guess that should be in Doctor Ascot's voice. Ascottonians, this is a good one, Alan. <laughs> we can't. No, the last thing in the world I'm going to do is name the Harlan Highway after that jackass Doctor Ascot. Up his man, Alan. Don't get out of here, Alan. Get. We're not doing it. Up yours, Alan. Up yours. Alan. Shut up. Get out of here. I'm reading mail. Alan. Get out. Uh, so, no, we're not. Dr. Ascot's name does not come anywhere into the title. Up yours, Alan. Shut up. Okay. 
here's one that's a bit mystifying to me. It's H2OOs. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a breakfast cereal, man. The H2OOs. Interesting, a bit too scientific maybe. Uh, but Harlandites is pretty good. I'm going to put a check mark beside that. And that's all he's got. He says, thanks, little Davy." All right. Well, thank you, little Davy. Good, uh, good letter. And remember, if you want to uh, get in on this, all you have to do is is write a uh, letter to uh, harlandwilliams.com. And uh, we will uh, we will get your letter up here eventually if I like it. I'm not going to read it if uh, if if not. Right. Um, so let's uh, let's do one more letter and then we'll close up the Harland Highway mailbag for this time. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's see. Okay, this one is uh, a little disturbing, but uh, you know, could work out good for me or bad for me. Okay. It's, uh, it's from the United Kingdom. By the way, again, I'm really loving it that people in the UK are listening to the All in Highway. The only problem is over there you drive down the wrong side of the road. So I hope you don't bump into any Americans. Um, this is from Terry Whitworth. Okay, finally a normal name, but Terry could be a girl or a boy. And here's where I get a little nervous, okay, because I'm not into dudes. And his his or her message sounds a little sexual, okay. So if you're uh, if you're listening, Terry, maybe you can clarify for us. Um, here we go. The subject from Terry Whitworth says looks a bit rapey, okay, uh, rapey indeed. And here's the uh, letter. Love you, Harland. I'm 25. I'm English. Uh oh. Here I should have screened it. I'm male, and do you fancy riding me like a walrus? Oh, God. Why didn't I pre-screen this letter? There's the answer right there. Terry is a dude. Um, Do you fancy riding me like a walrus? Terry, not a chance in hell. I wouldn't ride a walrus, let alone a guy, a human walrus, Okay. Not into the boys, Terry. I'm terribly sorry. Hope you find your man walrus somewhere in an old dirty British zoo. Maybe a manatee. I don't care what you find, but it ain't going to be me. Go go find yourself a double-decker bus. (laughs) A London bobby. Do what you got to do, buddy. And now, you know, to kind of wash this rapey thing off me that he just did... I, I'm going to have to insist on a girl from the United Kingdom named Terry to write or call because I, I just got to gotta get this off me. I mean, the, the whole uh, nature of his, like the subject looks a bit rapey. That's how he said it looks a bit rapey. Uh, love you, Harlan. I'm 25. I'm English. I'm male. And do you fancy riding me like a walrus? No. You go, you're a bad boy, bad boy for writing me that. Go to the kitchen, go to the pantry, and grind a crumpet in your face. You're a bad, bad boy. Go stand in the corner, put your little British schoolboy uniform on, go stand in the corner, 
and grind a bloody marmalade-covered crumpet right in your face, you naughty little walrus. Naughty little walrus. So if there's a British girl named Terry out there, can you please write me at harlowwilliams.com, a very provocative, sexually charged email just to counterbalance this this rapey raping that I just took from Terry Whitworth. <laughs> Not a healthy way to end the, the, the letter bag here today. And I, Why did I even say bag? Let's just say, what, what's wrong with bag, Holland? Nothing. I just, oh, and I really like a bag. If you've got a walrus bag, get shut up, Holland. Shut up, all of you. So let's close up the mailbox, and uh, thank you for your letters, everybody. Love getting them. Very funny, uh, very interesting. Uh, You can write to harlowwilliams.com, or if you don't like writing, you can always call and leave a message, 888-500-2090. That's 888-500-2090. That's it. Let's close up the Harland Highway Mailbox. Oh, yes. Thanks again to everybody for their uh, wonderful letters. Keep them coming. Uh, I will try to work on the gurgling. I will try to find a British walrus. I will try to do all the things that I need to do. Um, And speaking of the mailbox being closed, uh, the show is now closed. I'm terribly sorry to have to tell you that, but we are at the end of today's episode. Oh, my God. So sad. So sad. Uh, But, hey, I want to remind you folks that if you are in the New York, New Jersey area, I'm going to be at uh, the Stress Factory in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, April 28th, 29th, and 30th, fantastic comedy club. You can come out and see me live, busting a move. And uh, you can go to harlowwilliams.com, click on my stand-up schedule. You can get uh, a direct link to the club, uh, pre-order your tickets, which I highly recommend you do. Uh, come out and have a laugh with the kid. Uh, don't forget you can get the uh, highway at Stitcher.com. It's a, a free app, so you can uh, listen to the highway on your cell phone. And don't forget to check out the uh, HarlandWilliams.com uh, uh, store. We have all kinds of cool T-shirts, CDs, books, movies, all kinds of fun stuff in there for uh, for you to enjoy. So check that out. And... Uh, I guess that's all the time I have. All I got left in me with my last gurgly breath, all I can say is chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> 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 <laughs>